Hello, and welcome to Ask the Mayor uh, on WBAA News. I'm your host, Ben Thorpe. This week, our guest is Lafayette Mayor John Dennis. Thanks so much for being with us today. So let's start by talking about the city ordinance uh, up for its final vote next week to prohibit panhandling along city roadways. Uh, You know, this obviously had a lot of attention at last month's meeting. Tell me again uh, about this ordinance and, uh, you know, your perspective on, on why this is necessary for the city. You know, a lot of times what happens, and this is probably more specific to larger cities, is that it's just carte blanche prohibited. You know, you can't do it on streets, any public street or public sidewalk. It's just verboten. Um, We felt uh, early on that, you know, anybody that comes to West Lafayette and goes to that level of, of, of extreme behavior to try and get some money, there, there must be a need. So initially, before we actually had the ordinance um, crafted and, and put up for vote, um, we tried, it was, it was basically just one individual and it was basically at one location, and we tried to provo- make the person aware of some of the social services that we have um, to the point of actually trying to offer them opportunities to get a ride somewhere to maybe give them some assistance if in, they were in such dire need. All of that was disregarded. Um, then the, the panhandling continued at that particular location. Our officers would go by and say, you know what, that's probably not the greatest idea. You're going to get hurt disregarded and it continued so we felt that as we are growing not just as a city but as a community the probability of this increasing was probably going to be greater so we thought it might be about time for us to get something on the books that's a really long way of saying you know we try to do what we can to make sure that those that are in need get the assistance that they need we offer rides we offer any kind of information that we're able to get them but if that does not work and they continue doing what we consider to be dangerous behavior there has to be an enforcement mechanism in place to be able to make sure that we have some teeth to those recommendations that we get. And, and talk to me, you know, one of the concerns that we heard at the city council meeting uh, was this concern about, no, we're, we're penalizing people that are already poor. I, I noticed that within the ordinance, uh, it started at $100 for a fine. It is now at $50 uh, as amended. Uh, you, you know, Talk to me about those concerns that, you know, th- this is something that is penalizing people who are already poor sure. and we're not necessarily, you know, doing enough to get people in touch with resources. Well, I think broad spectrum, that that's something that's sort of endemic around, throughout the country. You know, there are a lot of cities, a lot of states, a lot of counties that have very aggressive um, laws, ordinances, rules that prohibit any type of panhandling, pro- prohibit any type of, of um, you know, air quotes here, hustling on the street. And it isn't a worn, you know, it's not three strikes and you're out. Uh, a lot of communities, if they see it happen, it's an immediate incarceration. Because again, it's a proliferate problem that really does um, affect some of the, the, the communities in a really adverse way. For us here in West Lafayette, you know, we really have had limited exposure to this. And in the events that we have had, the reaction isn't to immediately uh, go straight to the, a custodial environment or direct punitive enforcement activity. We try to do everything that we can to get them to the resources that we have available in this community. And 99% of the time it works. However, in this particular case, it did not. And we were left with, you know, getting numerous complaints about somebody actually not just standing in an intersection, but blocking traffic in an intersection with their child sitting on the corner in order to try and get some money. And so, you know, big picture, 
it's one of those things. It's, 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 you know, I don't want to say that it's cruel to be kind, but the opposite of that is true as well. You know, we try to do what we can to make sure that people are aware of the rules, societal rules, local rules, whatever the case may be, that protects them and also gives us an opportunity, after showing them where the resources are to get the assistance, gives us an opportunity to make sure that it doesn't reoccur. So you're saying, you know, especially as the city is planning all this growth, it felt important to put enforcement on the books. Well, I think it's, it's, it's just the opposite. You know, as we are growing, we are finding circumstances and situations that have an impact on larger communities. But, you know, w- w- as, as we continue to grow, we're going to have problems that would be um, much more commonplace in larger metropolitan environments. And that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, talk to me about what we're hearing with the closing of the West Lafayette BMV, uh, a proposal that saw a lot of pushback in West Lafayette. City Council President uh, Peter Bunder told the state in one tweet that he was open to suggestions about where the state could stick their new kiosk. What is your response and reaction to what we're hearing? Um, well, it's, it's, it's like the old song, you don't know what you have till it's gone. And I think that's a very specific response to this. We have become very familiar with having in our community the necessary services to get the business of life done, whether it be getting a driver's license, getting some of the permitting processes that you need through a driver's branch to get your car registered, to get the plate checked, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a very physical process, at least it used to be. I mean, you used to have to show up to get your driver's license. You used to have to show up to get your vehicles checked. You used to have to show up to get new plates. A lot of that now is done through the mail. A lot of it's done through a different protocol and process. But the license branch in and of itself is actually a much greater tool for a place like West Lafayette than some of the other metropolitan areas where they actually have one because we have this massive international population where the, the process of doing things by mail isn't necessarily as intuitive as it is for those of us that have been around here for quite some time. The other thing is, is that, you know, there, there is this list of things that communities have when we talk about quality of life. You know, the, the post office, the license branch, grocery stores, police departments, fire departments, cooperative government, collaborative government, inclusive government, all these kind of things. And the license branch has always been a component of that. Even though you know, they're going to the point now where a lot of it can be done online or through the mail. It's still imperative that we have a human being to talk to, to ask questions to. It, the, there are things that happen when, when we do things sort of at that once removed, with that once, once removed process that, that really does um, enhance the negativity that bureaucracies often are renowned for. A, a homegrown, home-staffed license branch is terrific. And even more so when they know you or they know your parents. I know this sounds very parochial and very small town, but it's just sort of how things work. The other side of it is, is that as the requirement for the validation and integrity of documents gets greater, it's important that some of these things are done in person. Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges we have now with the advent of technology is people faking somebody else, pretending like they are somebody else. And even though it's not 100% bulletproof if you do it in person, it's still a lot easier to maybe spot something that is maybe it might be misrepresentative of that person, whether it be a date of birth, whether it be an age, something to that effect. And plus, I mean, West Lafayette provides services for everything. We've got the, one of the greatest universities in the world here. We have services unlike any other community of our size, because when you look at us, when Purdue students are here, we have very near, near let's just say we have over 100,000 people here on any given day. 
that requires a lot of stuff and a lot of things to be able to happen, a lot of things to be able to happen efficiently and effectively, and one of which is getting the proper documentation to be able to go into a bar and get a drink, to be able to get insurance, to be able to rent property, all these different things that require that type of identification we used to be able to do right down the road. Now you can go to a kiosk, wherever it may be placed, or you have to go online and do it somewhere else. We, we will miss our license branch, that's for sure. That's our time for today. Mayor Dennis, thanks so much for being with us. You can find this program at our website, wba.org, along with an archive of our shows with the mayors of Lafayette, West Lafayette, Crawfordsville, and Frankfurt. Send us your questions to ask at wba.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day.